Welcome to A Case of the Mondays, a show where we preview, review, and get in our feelings about all things Bachelor and Bachelorette related. I'm your host, Mike Kyle, and as always, I'm joined by my cousin, BC, Brendan Coyne. Brendan, how are you doing today? Doing good, my man. Before we start, just want to give a quick shout out to you. Big new job in North Carolina. Proud the of you dream. guys. The dream. The dream, man. You so, deserve it. Thank you. I appreciate that. We'll probably dive into that at some point, uh, probably towards the end of the episode, if anything at all. But this episode of A Case of the Mondays for week four is super special because I have one of my good friends joining us, Ashlyn Piscini, an avid Bachelor fan, started watching with me. So, Ash, go ahead and introduce yourself and say hi to the A Case of, Mon- A Case of the Mondays fan base. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> it's Ashlyn. Um, yeah, like Mike said, good friend, friend of the family, um, and I'm happy to be here. <laughs> so, let's start real quick. We always ask this question to whoever comes on the pod. When did you start watching? I know I just kind of gave the answer away. And then who are some of your favorites? Just give me the background of you and The Bachelor. So I was kind of late to the game. I didn't start watching The Bachelor until uh, probably around 2016. I think next season might have mm-hmm. been the first one. Yep. And I actually started watching it with Mike and his fam. Um And then I went to school. I went off to Columbus for college and started watching Bachelor in Paradise. And that's kind of how I made a lot of my friends because we just kept the door open and everybody would come in to watch with us. Um, I do say I would enjoy the Bachelorette seasons more than the Bachelor. Okay. So if I had to make a a choice... um, I liked Colton season though. I was a big fan of the girls on Colton season. <clears throat> Is that what, what are your current thoughts on Matt's season right now? Um, I'm a little disappointed by Matt. I think I expected to like him mm-hmm. more because he really wasn't a part of the bachelor nation before this. Um, but he has not uh, excited me for sure. Well, and if you've uh, listened to this podcast before, you know that that's quite <laughs> yeah. a common thing that we've talked about the past. Oh, few good. Years. So we totally <laughs> agree with you. I think we both had big expectations coming into it for him, and have both been disappointed with him as the bachelor so far. And I think it was even to the point last week where Mike was just to the point where he was kind of over it. Yeah. Yeah. That uh. I can tell you this, that hasn't changed. In fact, it may have gotten worse. Um, I just feel like yet again, we've been let down. Like th- there is no, he's not commanding the screen. He still seems a bit unsure of himself and what and what the process actually is. Obviously, shit hit the fan in a way this episode. So we're going to dive into all of that. But just again, another episode of this season where I'm just left wanting more. Like Matt is the, I've used this analogy a few times already, but I still think it's the one that's the most accurate, right? Matt is a Maserati. Like, okay. He's a superhero, (laughs) like just six, five Jack. Like Matt is the dude. But he's going mm-hmm. 35 miles an hour 
and it's just it just doesn't work it doesn't add up it doesn't make any sense and it's so infuriating to the point where i'm just like come on man like put your foot on the fucking gas and let's go i think though we've seen enough of him now that i don't know if he would have would be a good bachelor even if he would have had previous experience i right i don't think so either i don't think it would have made a difference like i was listening to another podcast earlier today and they were talking about like tv shows Mm -hmm. and just like at what like the when you get to a point in a tv show where you've just seen enough like it's Mm kind of the same thing you've seen enough you don't want to watch anymore and that's kind of where i am with matt like it seems like this it's been the same drama every episode and he's just he's not it for me he he just doesn't he doesn't command the screen in the way that i would have expected him to and this was the big challenge with naming him the bachelor this was a guy who has never been on tv doesn't understand this world whatsoever is being thrown into the lead and they had to make that gamble that we were all going to like him. I truly don't know what the consensus is of him nationally or just throughout the fan base as a whole, but I know from the people that I've talked to, we're all kind of out at this point. Have Have you guys guys talked about how, like, coming into the season, people were saying, like, close friends of his were saying that he had never been in love before? He's even said that. Oh, has he? Mm Mm-hmm. So then, he he might have not said I've never been in love. Oh no, but he's, I think he, he he said love implies lo- that yes. he hasn't. And then he also said that if you were to ask me when I was eighteen, I would have said yes. But now my mm-hmm. definition of love has changed. That I'm twenty six. Gotcha. So that yeah, also... I think that that add that into him also never being on the Bachelor or Bachelorette before, and it has been a recipe for exactly what we've been seeing. <laughs> yeah, and the, the, the scary part is, is I don't know if this is going to get better. I'm at the Well, point- they didn't make it, like, any easier on him by bringing in five more girls. Beautiful. Brendan, yeah. love that, because <laughs> I said that yesterday. Like, it's one thing to have Matt come in and be the lead on a show that he has no experience on whatsoever. And then now you have to give him this other obstacle. You're going to add in five more new women on top of the group that's already there. And now he has to navigate that as much as the women were saying it was unfair to them. I think it was the most unfair to Matt. Yeah. I mean, like what were were the, I mean, the women are there with, you know, 18, 15, 20 other people anyway. So, I mean, like it's kind of unfair for them to say that but i think it's definitely like fair for him to be like whoa not expecting that not okay with that i mean he was just clearly about to explode not with like anger but just like he could not wrap his head around the situation yeah i completely agree um and he kept all of the new girls except one right i think he kept three out of five. Oh, three out of five because okay. he let kim go uh kim was the asian woman and then I, with the terrible I, dress yeah yes <laughs> yes oh, brother yes that is not the winner of fit of the week that was not i can tell you that of the no, week. no not even close <laughs> um and then i think he did he no he kept uh miss puerto rica miss puerto catalina right? yeah he kept her right yeah 
Okay. Yeah, he did keep four out of five. Yes, he kept four out of five. Okay. Wait, you guys, you got to catch me up. I didn't see the first 30 minutes. What was the deal? Did Victoria try to take the crown? She did. Okay. Not only did she try, but she successfully did. And that was a moment that was so jaw-dropping. So, Ash, I guess just to recap for you, um, new girls come in. Mm -hmm. uh, Brittany comes out of the limo. Well, actually, we need to dial it back just a little bit further. You kind of set the stage for you. Um, They're at a cocktail party, right? They start off at the cocktail party. Am I right, Bren? Am I going crazy here? Yeah, it was right before the rose ceremony, right? Right. So Victoria is talking to Matt. There's a group. There's a group date, though, is isn't there? There's a there's a real quick yes. group date. Yes. Where it Chelsea was... gets the rose. Yeah, you're right. My bad. But like, it was so quick. I even have a note here that says like, why aren't we getting more out of these group dates? Because it was just like it didn't need to be there. Right. Yeah. So they just kind of like just started us off with this weirdly timed group date. So nothing of substance really happened besides the fact that um chelsea got the rose and then and then we move on to the cocktail party and victoria's talking to matt and trying to find the right way to express herself and and then chris harrison comes out of nowhere and says matt i need to talk to you and that's when he pulls matt out front and the limos start pulling up Oh, boy. So the first person out of the limos is Brittany. And Brittany was a big part of this episode. And mm-hmm. Brittany comes through with the power move. And she just starts sucking his face. And wow. I, hockey. It was a move <laughs> that I respected. I loved her. it. Because she was right. And she said, I got her opening line before she said anything was, I wanted to make up for lost time. And like, baby, what a, yeah. what a move. That's it. That's it. It worked. worked. (laughs) Like, that's the thing is she understood the situation of I'm coming into this show right now. I'm four weeks behind. What's something that I can do that's going to propel me to the front of the line? And God damn it, she made it happen. She did it. She nailed it. (laughs) So I loved her for that. I guess before you go any further related to that, uh, I forgot to tweet it out as the episode started, but if you guys listened to last week's episode of The Case of the Mondays all the way at the end, we did place the makeout over under at five and a half. <laughs> and baby, we smashed that shit. He crushed I think it. We he crushed fin- it. Did we finish with seven or eight? Um, uh, I think, I think we, we fi- seven. I think it was seven, right? Because it was- supp- I said eight, and, and I said like, no. no, he already right. kissed Piper. Correct, because Piper was number one or two, and then- Piper went back for seconds later on. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> yeah, that, that's my queen. So shout out to Piper for that. That's your queen. Um, let's see. I'm just going to go through some of my other notes here, I guess, while we're just all over the place. Um, actually, Ash, I'm going to throw it to you right now. Okay. Um, of the women that we've seen this season, who are some of your favorites? Who do you like? Who do you hate? All right. <clears throat> so Bree and Abigail, their final four. Okay. Get big that fans. Mm-hmm. Right big now. fans of those two. They're quiet. They like kind of hang back because they know they don't have to do much to just be up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Anna going into this episode. We do not like Anna coming and out. And <laughs> I am out on Anna. I am 
I was a little disappointed by MJ because I was a big MJ stan. Mm-hmm. And now... Not so much. <laughs> even, when, <laughs> even when she was rocking the do-rag? Yeah, that was... <laughs> ooh. Uh, yeah, also, I'm... <laughs> also not fit of the week. Not not fit of the week. Um, I'm trying to think of who else I really like. I like Maggie. Just a quick point. Just a quick point. I am a little worried that Abigail is going to fall off the map here soon, though. Oh, all right. Think she's too quiet. We're gonna. Oh, well, I guess we'll go into that now. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just worried. I mean, like, I think she's early on. We were just like, oh, she's gonna win it, and now I just don't, I don't know if she's doing enough. I, I I actually I, think, I think the opposite. You think that because they're not showing too much yes. of her, he's comfortable enough yes. with her that it's gonna yes, that's which is fair, which that, is that, what I, we always. I feel like it happens every year, right? If if you if you get a one on one earlier, if you're somebody who's featured prominently early on, you're gonna go through like a three week stretch where you're in the background, and then you're gonna resurface again. It's the exact same thing that happened to Maddie and 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 Hannah Ann with. I Peter. hope you're right. So that's what I expect to happen again. Sorry, I interrupted you. Any other people that you are high that on, think high will go on? far? Um, I think Brittany's no, not Brittany. Uh, Rachel, I think Rachel's oh. gonna go far. Yes, keep talking. Go ahead, Ash. Well, the floor think is Brittany's yours. Go, I also think Brittany's gonna go far, but Rachel, I don't. I don't even know. I can't pinpoint one thing about her that I'm like, this is why she's going to, she's going to go far, but it's just, I guess everything about her. She's cute. She's funny. She says the right things. I feel like, yeah, I got nothing good about nothing good. What up? Brendan, did I text you anything about Rachel last night? I feel like I did. Yes, I did. Um, yes, I did. In, in all in all caps, I'm in love. That's what I tweet. That's what I texted you. With Rachel. It's, yeah, you've been a bit fan of hers from the beginning. It's and it's only get it's only gotten worse every week. Um, by far and away, my favorite woman on this season. Like it, it ain't even close. It is not even close. Anna, at the beginning of the episode, was skyrocketing up my power rankings week by week. My personal power rankings, should I say. Um, but I'm like, Rachel is three steps ahead of everybody for me. <laughs> so shout out to her. Um, maybe she'll be the white whale that we try and get on the pod uh, for this season. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, I want to talk about MJ real quick. Because I've had this conversation now at this point with one, two, three, four, five, like six different people. For those that don't know, this podcast is located in Cleveland, Ohio. We're we're all NEO, all Northeast Ohio. And MJ is from Hudson. And that may not mean anything to you, but to all three of us, that means something. And the fact that MJ is the definition of Hudson, which is a hot brat, is so fucking funny 
to me and to everybody who, I, who I've talked to because we just say Hudson and we all know exactly what that means. Yeah, say no more. You say Hudson, say no more, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so when we see MJ just try and pull off these different looks and like at first like she's funny and endearing or just like maybe like says the right things, but then all of a sudden like um, it starts to get uncovered more and more, such as the comments that she made this episode. Um, it's not surprising in the slightest. And I've taken great joy in seeing that on screen. Yeah, she did yeah, make I the don't comment. Know enough, I, don't, I don't know enough about Hudson, so it's, I can't make that. I'll just, I'll just take your word for it. And yeah, I'm not a fan of her at this point anyway. So it's, no, it's preppy, bratty, and rich. Like it's, yeah, I mean, it's just what it is. Yeah, yeah, when I mean, she said, this is the varsity team right yes, here, I was like, I'm, oh, yes, no. I'm Hudson. <laughs> I'm like, that's Hudson. Yeah. So I, I've, I've been taking great pride uh, in seeing the way that she's represented Hudson, Ohio over the course of the past four weeks. Um, let's keep talking just a little bit here. Uh, what do you guys think about what Katie has done? I know Ash has some thoughts, but with Katie trying to just kind of be the mediator between the two groups, the, I guess the OGs as we're going to call them and the newcomers trying to be, trying to be the one that merges the two to then ultimately being the one that confronts Matt at the end of the episode about some of the things going on in the house. Um, Ashlyn, I know you have some thoughts here, so I'm going to start off with you. So I took some time to really think about this. After your thoughts last night. Okay, well, we'll start off with what you said last night. So I was all out on the move to tell Matt about what was going on. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm still on that because, but this is what I think. As a viewer, I hated that she did that because it made her look like a snitch. And snitches get stitches. (laughs) exactly but also like as a viewer you know the girls that she's snitching on I guess you don't know but you think they're not gonna make it far so like Mm -hmm. why even stress about them but as a woman who loves supporting other women if I was in the house like actually in the situation I think she made a good call because she snitched without actually saying names which I think makes her look less petty than if she had just like outed all these girls for being mean girls. Yeah. The dynamic of this season has quickly turned into what you just said. Mean girls. Yes. Like they're all just brats. And in a way that honestly, I, I said this to somebody today earlier, my dream for this episode of the podcast specifically. And if it, Honestly, if it wasn't for the fact that Ashlyn was going to be here, Brendan, I was going to run this by you. I was going to come in and say, I don't want to talk about this shit and end the episode right there. Because what we've seen from the women and what we've seen from Matt, like just none of it fucking matters. Yeah. Like Matt's boring. Matt hasn't done anything of substance. And on top of that, we're getting bullshit drama. And normally we love the drama around here, but <laughs> this is so next level, so dumb and so petty. I don't want to waste my time with it. Yeah. I mean, 
at this point, I'm just like intrigued more than anything. I think okay. that's like the only thing that's keeping me going is I'm just really curious to see how this season ends. I don't care about the drama. I, I agree with you. I think the drama is annoying, but it's just like out of principle that I want to watch mm-hmm. and see how this plays out because I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> I, I think that's actually the one thing that's going to help keep this season alive is the fact that you, again, we look at the board a little bit and there's probably four or five women who could end up winning and nobody knows who it's going to be. At, well, at least they've, right even, now. they've even previewed Heather from Colton season coming yeah. in and making mm-hmm. an appearance of some sort. So right. like, I mean, who knows what kind of history they have? Like clearly they have some sort of history or why else would she be coming on the show? So, I mean, like, I just don't know what to expect. And I think that's at this point, the only thing that's like helping me to tune in every week. Yeah, I think so too. Just trying to figure out how it all plays out. But everything else besides that is honestly nauseating. If, if, I, if I may go that far. My bad. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, phone slid. Um, ben Higgins makes an appearance. So I just need to shout out Ben Higgins every time he comes on. I just scream Ben Higgins. <laughs> um, it's so funny. As I scroll through my tweets, a.k.a. my notes for this podcast, <laughs> uh, I tweet things like literally at 9.06. And this was pretty much just shortly after the new women arrived. I tweeted, Anna, please ruin my life. And how quickly that changed. That was she a ruined it. She so, ruined it. Yeah, she sure did. Um, it's really disappointing because, again, Anna was somebody who I felt like was. Anna was somebody who I felt like was just slowly climbing up my own personal rankings. I thought that she looked better each and every episode. But then you just see this really shitty personality start to come out, and it's just like, baby, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it seemed like even Matt was vibing with her a little bit when they were having their one-on-one moment, and then Brittany showed up, and Anna got pissed, and then it just spoiled out of control from there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The thing I think that's going to ultimately end up ruining Anna is, number one, the fact that she's already too far in her head. That's number one. And then number two is that she made the accusation of calling Brittany an an escort with no proof or backing behind it. Like, she just threw that out. And that's something where if you're going to say it, you got to know. You got to know. And even if you do know, even if you do know, how many times have we seen it where it comes back to bite that person in the butt? And that brings me to the next point. She should have just kept her mouth quiet. My hot take for next week. I think Victoria goes home. I think MJ goes home. And I think Anna goes home. I think he just gets them all out of there. Yeah. I mean, Victoria was on Good Morning America this morning. So I don't think she can be on for too much longer. <laughs> did, uh, did you watch it by chance? Because I did see that, but I didn't watch. I also have zero interest in anything that she has to say, as I've already stated time and time. I, I missed program. it. I just saw that when she was on. Yeah. Um, I tried to support the exposing the tea kind of idea. And then I think once Anna, I don't know, she just, 
if you found something out about someone like you approach that person but then I think when I found out that she was like accusing her of being an escort like that's like girl code 101 now you're just shaming her and that's a bad look and that is why Anna went all the way to the bottom of my list I've heard that you are not the first person I've heard that from I've heard that from a few different people um Obviously, in the time that we're living in, as as you said earlier on in this episode, women supporting women. Yeah, but all in pro- on that. <laughs> probably not the best way to do that, Anna. In fact, that, that is the opposite way to do yeah. it, if you ask me. Um, let's talk about this one-on-one that Matt had with Michelle. I'm all in on her. It's all in wild. on her. So Michelle's new, comes in, gets a one-on-one, and... Is, is, is it over? Is it over? I don't know. It, it could be. I, like, to me, just watching the way that he was around her just felt very different than when he was around everybody else. Like, they connected. Yeah, like, their date was fun, like, adventurous, and, like, en- enjoyable. There's that element. Um. They have a lot of similarities, you know, like they both uh, work with kids. They're both former athletes. Like everything here is kind of starting to align. And that scares me. The reason why that scares me is because I feel like we've seen this movie before to where that's going to take you probably to the top three or four. But is that going to be enough to carry you all the way to the end? I'm interested in the take that I saw on Twitter that she is too good for Matt. She's too good for Matt. Too good Mm. for him. Why did that person say that? Like they literally just tweeted, she's too good for Matt. So there's no necessarily (laughs) information that we don't have. They do. They just think that like he can, he, she can do better. Yeah. That's, (laughs) and I think. To me, that tweet just comes from what we know of Matt so far, and that's just boring. Yeah, I'd like to know more about her before I jump. All right, so we lost Ashley and we got her back. Bren, <laughs> let's throw it to you. What was your thoughts on this one-on-one date? What are your thoughts about Michelle? Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to piggyback on what you said. Um, I think what we saw between the two of them was by far the like the most interested he's been in somebody period. They were just vibing. He clearly was very into it. And, you know, I just don't think we've seen anything that has even come close to resembling that sort of vibe and relationship with any of the other girls so far, period. Where do you put Michelle in your power rankings list? Um, I don't know if I'm ready to put her at number one, just because she hasn't been there as long as some of the other people. Um, I mean, maybe two, maybe three. I don't even have another number one for you right now, per se. I just think that it's too soon to move her to the top. I'm thinking about where I have her at right now. And like, this is just running through the list in my head. I want to, honestly, I think I put her at two. I think I put her above Abigail and below Brie. I think Brie's still number one from what we've seen so far. 
uh, just that comfort level between the two of them and just where their relationship is. I think Brie is still number one. Uh, Michelle just, I mean, Michelle stole this episode, right? We went from, we went from all the drama to just this perfectly gift wrap present that was Michelle that just felt like that made this episode actually worth it and tolerable and fun. So with that being said, I got Michelle at number two. Ash, where, where do you have Michelle? I was kind of thinking the same way Brennan was with not really having anyone at one. Um, Cause I'm not convinced anyone's at the top yet, but I think Michelle is solid at number two. And then I have Brie, I would have Brie at three and Abigail four. Uh, we have too many people left. That that's that, that's also just another part of this yeah. as well. Um, so yeah, because what we we had we had eighteen. They added five, and he got rid of what three? I think. I think we're down to twenty. Yeah, so we're down to twenty. It's... I think we are down to twenty. Um, That's actually, so many girls. <laughs> right. Like the the joke that I made is at the rate that we're going, we're going to be on this show for another fifteen weeks. <laughs> like, well, there, this is there what is week no, four. There is no end in sight. And and we get Heather in too. I yeah. Know. So we're going to go up to 21. Maybe she comes in later so that number will be lower, but even still, the they they're going to need they're going to need to start rapidly trimming this down. Like I would not be surprised if we went three straight weeks with all with a rose ceremony. Yeah, that would make sense. You know, so then what what's going to end up happening that number likely probably goes down to anywhere between probably around 10 and then from there we'll get we'll be able to just kind of relax a little breather without a rose ceremony and then we'll probably end up going right back into it because what uh seasons are typically 12 episodes long give or take right around that range so looks like that that number is going to be uh trekking towards that again and it's just a matter of how we get there right like we nailed it last or last season with Tasha. And the way that that was going to be cut down, I think that's the most impressive thing I've done with this show. <laughs> I mean, I predicted four weeks out exactly what numbers we were going to get. And so that was cool. Um, any other thoughts here, Ashlyn, for this episode? I know we still probably got a few things to talk about, but do you have any other thoughts currently on your mind? For this episode? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a I question. Think... Who... Yes. Do you think will be the next Bachelorette? If you had to pick one person from the show right now to be the Bachelorette, I already know this answer. Ashton, te- Ashton texted me this yesterday. Who would it be? I'm always I'm always curious because, I mean, it could it could be anything. But I, I'm curious to see what you have to say. So I think if, like, for some reason, Michelle gets the boot earlier than everybody thinks because everybody already loves her so much i could see her being the next bachelorette but my i think i'd be disappointed in that i think so too because i think she's like too nice but i could see it happening because everyone likes her but i also think katie would make a good bachelorette because she reminds me a little of hannah b where 
she's like really firm in her opinion so she can stand up for herself and she's likable and she's funny and she's very cute so i think i would like to see her as the bachelorette i currently i I like that i don't have one but i do know when ashlyn i know when ashlyn told me that yesterday i was kind of (laughs) on the fence um i was leaning out more than anything because i feel like i just i don't think that i don't think she's gonna go far enough to where she'll be considered right because we you typically historically we pull bachelorettes out of the final out of the what final four give or take and i think she's gonna go home earlier than earlier than that mm-hmm. yeah and i don't think she'll i don't think she'll be around for all that long for right. whatever reason who do you have who's your answer I feel like we talked I don't know. about it already. But. Yeah, I don't know. Um, man, I think Abigail could be a really good bachelorette, but I think I want her to win. She also might be too nice. Um, I don't know. I, I also think Katie just, could be really interesting. I just don't think that we've seen enough from anybody yet to even really form a good take on that, right? Like we've seen, yeah. four, we've seen four weeks. Like th- the question that I th- – think needs to start being asked is what do we even know about these women like literally nothing we right like (laughs) we like we know some things about brie some things about michelle we love abigail just because we we know some of her story already we knew we knew sarah and then sarah got her ass up out of here um and nobody else has done anything of substance of no of importance and that is where I think at this current moment of time, this season lacks, right? Because it is so focused on stupid shit and petty drama, mm-hmm. which can only carry you for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, a note that I have yet again, Kit, Kit makes it another week. Like we did it. The train, <laughs> the hype train is rolling. Um, Ash, since you are not a listener of this podcast, which still blows my fucking mind, um, I'll make I'll make some life changes. I promise. I I am a big proponent of Kit going as far as she possibly can, because if Matt, I just want Matt to end up with the bag, <laughs> like <laughs> what like what a run, what a run. Once Matt realized, I think I I would love for a one on one with Kit. So that way we kind of, so that way like everybody uh, gets to understand the background and the story behind it, behind her, because that's when things I think are going to get real fun on the timeline. I expected her to be like a, was it McKenna who mm-hmm. was also 21 and just yes. cried all the time? Yeah. That's the energy I expected from Kit. And I've been so happy that that's not what she's given <laughs> us. No. And I also expected her to be more involved kind of in this like petty mean girl stuff. And she's not. And she's not. So I'm also here for Kit making it a lot farther than I think I originally wanted her to make it. Yeah. So I, Kit, Kit is somebody who's, who has also been rising on my personal power rankings. And at this point now, like, give me Kit in like the final four. Oh my, it's never going to happen. <laughs> it's never going to, like, I, I know it's not going to happen, but I just want that level of chaos. Cause that would be so damn fun to have that little additional storyline, just kind of circling off in the shadows. <laughs> I like that idea. I can get behind that. Um, 
I don't know. Is there anything else that we really have to discuss? Like, I feel like we kind of covered everything. And again, like, I don't want to give the time and attention to some of the drama within this show, like, especially like Victoria, like we've, we've already established that two weeks ago. Um, do we want to, do we want to talk about how bad of a dancer Matt is? Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I actually turned it off after, or as soon as like the credits started rolling. So I missed that, but somebody (laughs) actually snapped it to me. And I was just like, what, what, excuse what is this what am i watching the timeline bad. twitter was just roasting batman <laughs> it was bad matt so oh, who can't bad. dance it was bad i'll tell you what <laughs> matt is really easy to roast i think yes. i think I may, maybe he's just too nice and too likable but like there are there are serious holes that you can kind of poke at, um, <laughs> dancing, being one, kissing with his eyes open, being oh. another. Um, again, him being a Ferrari going 35 miles an hour, <laughs> his awkwardness, uh, sometimes not being Maserati, Maserati. Maserati, sorry. Uh, his awkwardness at time to time and not knowing when to take control of the situation. Um, man, my guy's down bad. <laughs> Talk about a guy who's down bad. <laughs> so, well, again, again, I, I want, I want, I want him to turn it around. I really do, but I also think, um, when Matt, like, do you guys think that Matt had expectations? Like, I maybe like we have to maybe we have to ask that question. Like, did we place an unfair expectation on Matt coming in? Um, well, I think even still, I think I, you know what we've talked about, like we brought this up early on, like, and especially having seen him so much now and like understanding him more, like what did he do to convince those producers? Because like, at first we were just like, Oh man, like he must've like just crushed it. Like he's like, seems like this cool dude down to earth. And now I was like, narrator, narrator, not crushing it. (laughs) Not crushing it. Like, I have so many questions. Like Tyler C had to have some pull, right? I don't think so. I actually don't think so. Really? Because Matt's not Tyler. That is true. I would have much more loved to see a Tyler C. Bachelor at this point. Like, I just want a good... And I, I actually feel like the issue that we've had with The Bachelor going... Honestly, maybe going back to Nick... And even then, I think Nick is a lot better now than he was back when he was the lead. When did we get a bachelor with a good personality? Like, Peter was meh. Ugh. Matt's been <laughs> eh. Colton. Ari already was meh. Like, nobody here. They all have the same personality, actually. Like, that's actually what it is. There's nothing interesting or, like, anything that, like, really stands out from any of them like what is the personality or characteristic that you can point to and be like that's my man so is it possible that men are just boring yeah maybe <laughs> maybe look this is this is why you get me as the lead this is why <laughs> i'm the bachelor in like three years 
Oh my god. Because I would crush. I don't I, I don't know if you could pull off a turtleneck like Matt can though. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah I don't think that's so. That's fair. I don't think so. I'll I'll keep my crew necks though for sure. Um man. So if Matt if Matt sends the three troublemakers home for if you want to include Serena, like does that start you think that's the start of his turnaround? No. <laughs> So he's down bad. Like, I feel, I'll say this. If he sends all, if he says cut the shit and sends all three of them home at once, I think he's going to get a lot of goodwill from a lot of people. But who do you you think's going to out the girls though? Um, I feel like it'd be Brittany. Like Brittany, I feel like Brittany's the only one that can. Oh Yeah. That is the only one that can. And obviously she's come on in a strong way, actually. Like we probably should spend some time talking about her to be, to be fair. Um, but I, like what makes this house dynamic really interesting is you got the three or four villains, Katie trying to be in the middle, the new girls and all the other OGs are off in a corner being real quiet. <laughs> So, yeah. oh, geez. so like, so, so what does that say? Right. To me, that makes me like Katie more because Katie is the one trying to get in the middle and be like, Hey, like knock it off. Like you're, you're fucking being a bitch. Right. Yeah. But then none of the other girls are trying to stick up for anybody else. And to be honest, that doesn't look good either. <laughs> yeah. I see. I think I would, I'd like to say I wouldn't be one of the mean girls because I think it would at that point it would just be easier to like be the girls who just kind of sit in the other room and like talk about everybody being annoying and like not wanting to get involved and that's why I have more respect for Katie than I initially did because I think she's she took the hardest route I think so too but also I think I'd like to talk about do we think this is going to be bad for Brittany. The issue with this is Brittany now is a target on her back because of the way that she came in. But then also like you just met this dude. And now these, and so you come into the situation, you just met this dude. You now have 18. Uh, I mean, 18 is a bit of a, is a bit far fetched, but even still like the OG, like they all hate her. Mm-hmm. So you have, 16 women against one. And as we've talked about, those numbers just don't work in your favor. Like you are never going to win. We talked about this with Sarah. We talked about this with Alea. You just get in that situation when you're back into the corner. And it, honestly, there's nothing you can do about it. Like you are just dead in the water. Yeah, I, <sighs> I think I like her or I would like her if she got more of a chance. So I really hope this doesn't ruin her her time to shine and i gotta be honest i just think i just think next week's episode could like go in so many different directions so at least we have that going for us like like who knows what's gonna happen i have a take are you ready okay the fit of the week for this week was britney's black dress when she came in very subtle looked great Super slimming. Some cleavage. Loved it. 
And it was, just, it was just a power move. So that's my winner for fit of the week this week, Brittany. So last week we had nobody because nobody's fit was good. We, uh, week two, which is when we reintroduced it, was Rachel's uh, emerald dress. And then we had uh, Brittany's black dress as fit of the week. And actually, the, it was supposed to be Anna. Anna's dress – or I'm sorry, Anna's outfit – during the group day outside where it was like that tan top with I think the blue jeans I think is what it was Mm -hmm. that was supposed to be fit of the week and then Anna went the other way and I I, I can't give it to her can't give it to her so congrats to Brittany for winning for being this week's fit of the week Um, was it the wait was it like a low plunging yes dress okay yes I can get behind that loved it Um, say no more let's (laughs) (laughs) okay Ash, since you're here, you're actually Brandon. You didn't know you don't know that we're doing this, but we're gonna do it because I feel like we're at the perfect number, real quick, right now. Okay. Um, Brandon, I think we're gonna draft. All right, can we do this? Ash, yeah. you're, you are going to be the. Can you actually, Ash? I'm gonna put you to work right now. Do you okay. want to be the person who keeps track of who has who? Oh, I can do that. All right, so let's do this. Lit, uh, the Bachelor contestants. Yeah, I'm like making a list really quick we, of who's I'm left. seeing if I can. Um, let's see. Is this what we had? Do we not? I, I, need, I need the list. Yeah, I'm just on ABC going through it really quick. Do we have the updated list? ABC has the updated people. I Can mean, you they s- don't have like they don't have like people crossed out. Like they just have the there. full. They just have the full. I, I got it. Okay, I got it. Uh, I got the. So we've been using Parade. Uh, Parade's been really good about who is still here. Is, is Kristen gone? Uh, yes, Kristen's gone. Brent, I'm, I'm, I got the link right here. I'm just going to text it to you. All right. Oh, Kristen's gone? Is Lauren uh, gone? Lauren's still here, right? Lauren's still there. Yeah. Okay. I can't believe that Kayla went home. Yeah, oh, I was surprised. I was devastated. Um, and actually, it looks like that Kristen still is here. Is that right, though? Wait, I Kayla? So. Oh, yeah. I was surprised about Kayla, too. This says... This doesn't have anything about Kristen, but Kristen's not listed at all. Unless I'm just missing it. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. So who knows? Uh, I, I think she went home, though. So. Alright, so we got our list here. Um, Ash, are you ready? Yeah, you just want me to keep a list of who has who? Yeah, I just need you to keep a list of who has who. Alright, so the way that this is going to work, I'm going to pull up the random number generator. Uh, this is not working. Yeah, I think Kristen might must be gone because I have twenty one on my list. Right, including Kristen. Yeah. Okay. So then we're we're down to twenty. Yeah. Correct. Got to be gone. Okay. I think she is too. I think she. I think she was just missed on this article. So. 
Okay. Brendan, I'm going to give you the choice. Odds or evens. And then I'm going to hit generate. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Uh, even. The number is seven. Therefore, I get the first pick. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so I know that there is a way that I'm going to end up uh, in a good spot right now because of because of the fact that I had the first pick. So I'm going to go chalk to start. I'm going to take Bree. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I am going to take Michelle. Give me Rachel. I forgot about her. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Abigail. Okay. That's, so, so to me, the first four pretty much went in order. I felt like those were the four that were pretty easily going to go one, two, three, four. Um, now this is where it gets messy. After this those is four. Correct. This is where I'm trying to look at. Who has a chance? Who is a dark horse here? Um, and honestly, like looking at this list, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> I'm gonna. You go, don't know anything about any of them. I'm gonna go. Give me Serena P. I'll. I'll. I'll take her. The only other person that's gotten a one-on-one. I'm gonna take uh, Piper. Oh damn it! I thought Piper Good was gonna fit. get back to me. Um. <laughs> Give me Lauren. Lauren. I am going to take Mari. Oh, that's a good pick. Yeah, good I, I, I think Mari's a dark horse too. So that's a, that's a great pick. Great find by you. Um that, wait, I picked I how many have I picked? Four? Yeah. Ooh, good thing I didn't say that. All right. <laughs> um, looking at this just a bit further. Thank you, girl. I think I can get her. I think I can get her two rounds later. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna take her if you don't. Are you really? No. <laughs> I was gonna say that feels like smoke. <laughs> uh, I'm give me Katie. Give me Katie. I like that. I'm going to take Chelsea. Now give me Kit. Oh, shout out my girl Chelsea. I love her. Uh, okay, I wait. So, to... so, uh, no, Brent, take, yeah, pick her right here. Pick, make a pick. I'm going to take Brittany. Okay. So, who we have left right now is Catalina, Ryan, Victoria, Serena C, MJ. Uh, you have Maggie, correct? Or do you have Mari? Yeah. Mari. Uh, right. So yeah, Maggie. Left. Uh Jasenia, uh, and Anna. I think that's it. Yep, that's what I have. Okay, cool. Uh what what an awful list. <laughs> God terrible. damn. Terrible. Just just terrible. God <laughs> damn. Um Woo! This is awful. We're just throwing darts at this point. Um I'm going to take Victoria. I am going to take Catalina. Um, 
I'm going to take Jasenia. Great pick. Um, we're going to take Ryan. There's two left then, right? No, there's Serena. Four. Four. Who's Four left? left. Ser- I have S- Serena C. MJ. MJ. Who else? Mag- Maggie and Anna. Oh, God. You're right. Okay. <laughs> oh, brother. Christ. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Maggie. I think I think Maggie is going to be somebody who slides under the radar, is definitely going to get kicked relatively soon, but I think she's going to make it a few more weeks, and I'll be able to rack up the points that way. I'm going to take Anna. Woo! So that leaves Serena and MJ left, right? Yeah. Yeah. Give me Hudson. Okay. I get Serena C. All right. Ash, can you read off the teams? Okay. <laughs> so, Mike, your team is Bree, Rachel, Serena P, Lauren, Katie, Kit, Victoria, Jasenia, Maggie, and MJ. What a fucking squad. <laughs> and, Brendan, your team is Michelle, Abigail, Piper, Mari, Chelsea, Brittany, Catalina, Ryan, Anna, and Serena C. No, that's a squad. I think (laughs) (laughs) I think the issue, I think I have the names. I just don't know how far those names are gonna go. I'll say that I think I think Brendan's I think Brendan's team, um, I think we're pretty even at the top, like one through four. Um but then everything else after that, I think Brendan's got some dark horses. I like the fact that he has Catalina and Ryan, two of the newcomers, because who knows what happens with them, right? I think those are two unknowns, but two unknowns that have the potential to go a lot further than people expect them to. I think Brendan having Michelle, Abigail, and Piper in his top three pretty good blows your top three out of the water. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although to be fair to, to be fair to you, I got smoked the last time we did this. I, it's true. I, I whooped him. So just a reminder for how this works. For the next rose ceremony, each rose is worth one point. The following okay. week, each rose, the following rose ceremony, each rose is worth two points. And every single rose ceremony there on after is worth three points, four points, five points, for however many rose ceremonies that we have left. So it benefits you to have the winner because you're going to get an additional probably what six points at the end of it all. Wow. Something like that. Quite the system. I, uh, I, and listen, when I say that I beat Brendan last season, (laughs) it wasn't, I had Maddie and I had Anna Ann. it wasn't (laughs) even close. It's tough. It was rigged. It was rigged. Yes, rigged is what it was. And ironically, I actually had the first pick in that draft as well. Um, It was rigged. But I think that's actually a great place to end it. Uh, Ashlyn, do you have any other final thoughts that you want to say before we get up out of here? No other thoughts. Just uh, happy to be here. 
I'm so glad that you're able to come on. You killed your debut uh, oh. last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was, when we just randomly brought you on because I needed <laughs> to hear some of these takes as you're texting them to me. You smashed it. And at that point, it was like, yeah, we need to get you on an episode uh, for the full thing. Wow. <laughs> so thanks. Appreciate that. Brendan, any other final thoughts from you, my man? That's it. Thanks for having me per usual. And I have nothing else to add as well. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to us ramble out this goddamn show. If you enjoyed, be sure to hit that subscribe button down below so you never miss a weekly recap from us. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, honestly, at 25 underscore MJK to get all of my Bachelor thoughts and all my other random bullshit as well. Uh, Ashlyn, can I plug your Twitter? Hey, that's something I can do. Oh, she froze too again. No way she froze again. All right, I take that as a no. <laughs> that is a sign that we're not plugging Ashlyn's Twitter. Um, Am I still frozen? No, not no, you're not. Can I can I plug it? Oh, yeah. I was trying to tell you that, but you froze. Oh well, you froze too. Um, all right, you can follow Ashlyn on Twitter, Ashlyn underscore Pacini, uh, and Brent. Can I plug your Twitter here or no? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just running the gambit on it, all right. Uh, follow Brendan on Twitter at the underscore real underscore B coin C O Y N E. And that's it. We're going to get up out of here. <laughs> Remember you aren't in your feelings. You just have a case of the Mondays later.